this kid is going to put me in an early grave. <laughs> Welcome back to Kate's Little Mom Days, a podcast where we talk about our motherhood journeys and it's completely judgment free. We can complain about it and still understand that we love our kids. I am Sam, and I'm here with my friend and fellow mother, Kai. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. How are you? Um, just living my mom life, best life. I I guess. Notice <laughs> the trend on TikTok where they're comparing their March 2020 selves to their March 2022. March 2020 self was fucking in Florida right now, so I don't even want to talk. <laughs> I don't want to talk to March 2020 self because she was at Universal Studios. She was, she was living her best she life. Was going, she was going, you know what, maybe. pre-pandemic. Yeah. Tomorrow for us, because today is March 15th for us, because I'm way behind on editing, getting yes. things out. It's because okay. you know what, I'm on maternity leave. That's you what are. I've decided. I'm on maternity leave. All internet things are taking a back seat. Life is more important. Yeah, and I feel like I live in a dream, so <laughs> it doesn't really help to get anything done. Plus, softball season starts next week, so I'm about to get super busy with that. But maybe that will motivate me to actually do more things. Who knows? Maybe. We'll see. But I was looking at pictures comparative. Other than comparing the fact that my baby was under under a year old at that time and now he's they're turning three this year um and then the new addition to the team I look the same I I I'm a little more tired but I've already there you go I've lost weight that's that's about it I I, mean at first I gained a shit ton of weight from last March yeah but then I've like lost it all back I would honestly say I'm probably right around the same size maybe a little smaller than I was this time two years ago but I mean my hair's a lot shorter yes I I literally I look a little more tired but I look the exact my hair's always up I'm starting to get the um, postpartum hair loss is starting to hit me right now and then from there it just grows in straight up so Mm -hmm. in the next month or two I'm gonna have to fall back on headbands again to hide that i am glad and headbands i i'm glad that my skin is starting to not be so dry all the time it's oh yeah um definitely i think not breastfeeding has helped oh my gosh but. i i know that you like them but i hate the breastfeeding tits i do not want my boobies big i want them to go away I, so i want I don't mind them. You want situationally big boobies? <laughs> right. Like I want big boobs when I want big boobs, but most of the time I don't I want, want them, my big boobs. Yeah. Do not perceive me. I would like them out of the way. I have been actively complaining about how small my boobs are right now. And my husband's great because he's like, no, baby, they're great. They're great. And I'm like, you're so supportive, but don't act like you don't miss the bigger version. He's probably fine. I think we don't give them enough credit, to be honest. He probably is fine. Honestly, our sex life is like minuscule right now because life is just so fucking crazy. Plus, I started Ritalin and I haven't figured out if it's Ritalin or the increased, like I doubled my antidepressant too and my sex drive is like gone. Yeah. So I think, which is a weird thing. If anybody knows me, they Mm. know that that sex drive isn't something that goes away ever. Sorry, mom. So, (laughs) but don't act like you didn't know already. So that's been a weird thing. Like 
and I've been trying to like be open and communicating with my husband about it just to be like, look, it's nothing personal against you. Communication is like, so hard. It is. I'm like learning like, that, I think. Uh-oh. I, I think I my someone. kid. I think I hear a child. Would would you like? Are you gonna let me open it? <laughs> Hello. Oh, I'm like, what's what's happening? Oh, and my dog. Can I help you? Oh, is that all you needed just to come say hi? Anyway, communication. And communication. <gasps> wow. <laughs> Thank you, Ritalin. That, that is why I just remembered that. <laughs> you know, we would not have figured that out. It it was taking a second for sure. But the fact that I figured it out, I'm, I would like to thank my ADHD <laughs> medication, which has been going well for me, by the way. I'll just yeah. throw that out there. That's good. It's been a huge help. Does I, it feel like you are able to jump on tasks easier? So... Or like, what's the difference, I guess, you're feeling at the moment? I guess like, it's kind of weird to like put it into words. So I guess the easiest way is this morning is a really good example. So I woke up a little late um so I was already like flustered I didn't take my medicine which I try to take it like immediately when I wake up yeah. so then that week takes about 30 minutes to get into your system 30 minutes to an hour and um I didn't take it I went out I did my normal little smoke sesh that I've been doing in the morning yeah. I'm, I'm your morning f- rituals yep and um I had to like also rush through this stuff because Vera was supposed to be at gymnastics at nine and I had to get like the dogs in his uh, dog in his pen. It was just there's so much stuff going on and I couldn't find clothes. Why is this hard right now? And everything was really stressing me out and I didn't understand. And I looked at the clock and I'm like, what is going on? I like I, I oh, feel right. I so was functioning at this for so long. And like I felt so confused for a minute. And finally, like I stood in my living or in my kitchen and I like stood stood still for a minute because like I just need to be like what's wrong okay and then I remembered I hadn't taken my medicine and I was like oh I did this every day yeah this was my morning every single morning where I just felt so out of control it feels like you're standing in the middle of like a tornado of thoughts and you're standing in the eye of the storm and you have like all the ideas everything that you want to get done they just keep flashing in front of your face whichever one hits you in the head you're like oh shit i'm gonna go do this and then it flits away out of your hand by the wind and then a new one comes around Mm -hmm. it's just like swirling 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 it's what it feels like constantly and then so in the mornings that i do take my medicine which is majority of the mornings that I, how I many, have how long have you been taking it now um a couple two, weeks two weeks three yeah. weeks two weeks something like that two or three weeks I can't remember the exact date so I'm on 10 milligrams of Ritalin twice a day mm-hmm. um I take my first one is right when I wake up which is usually seven eight in the morning usually depends and then my second one I typically take right around this time of day so I'll take it when I go to leave Mm -hmm. if I don't take it which I don't always take my second pill because sometimes like I'm like I don't need I don't need the organized thoughts right now right I don't I don't need to focus I guess like yeah sometimes I I want that where I can just kind of sink into the couch and be like let me shut off for a minute yeah so I like that I have the opportunity to take or not take my second pill and that was one of the things my doctor is it an optional about is one. it's an optional okay. one. It's one where we, I used to work in a school with kiddos that had ADHD prescriptions and they would have one where in the afternoon, if 
for some reason they thought they needed it or something. It was like an optional. Yes. So, and that was when I went in and I I talked to a couple different people in my family who are on different um, ADHD medications. And this was the one that my family members said worked best for them was the, the short burst option, which is you get your burst in the morning and you get your burst in the afternoon, which is an optional burst, I guess. Yeah. Um, But I do find when I take it and then I have to, the the way that I can get it to work the most effectively because it doesn't create motivation right it does it you have to have the motivation helps in organize yourself. the it helps you complete the, the tasks. tasks yes um so like the very first day I took it I knew essentially that I I wanted to get something specific done and my bathroom as you all know is a big <laughs> issue for me and one of the things that my brain thought was. If I can clean my toilet, which is my least favorite item in the house because it's just it's old and the toilet seat was like all cracked and scratched and literally looked awful and hated it. So I finally was like, I'm just going to clean my toilet because if I get that cleaned and make look nice or whatever, I can get the new toilet seat that I want for it. And maybe we don't have to replace it at all. And I can buy the nice sink that I want to use in my bathroom. Right. Which... If I had bought a new toilet, a new toilet would have been $150 plus installing it and all that stuff. And then I would have only been able to get like the $100 super cheap Yeah, where do you want to invest the money? And I was like, if our toilet is functioning fine, there's no need to replace it. It was just an aesthetic situation. So I spent probably an hour and a half scrubbing my toilet top to bottom, replacing the seat. I went and I got like the the clip-on thing that will you put it in it will yep freshen the the water and then i got the blue tab to put in the back so we got the blue toilet water because the fancy it's super fancy that was have you seen those tiktoks where they're like growing up what was something that other people blue toilet water blue toilet water was toilet water and inside stairs yes water um, that comes from the fridge and now i got all three baby (laughs) i've made it it's all i I, needed um, i do not have the water in the fridge part yet but my fridge does have an ice maker but it's not a functioning ice maker that's what my last fridge was the only reason we have it in the fridge now is because our other fridge broke which actually i don't really think that it broke we it had too much ice in the freezer part so it wasn't get like circulating air correctly down into the fridge part Uh um but now we have a new fridge right now we have a garage fridge so perfect it's fine <laughs> it's there you go fine. extra storage but anyway so my toilet looks amazing yeah so amazing like it looks brand new and which is like i was super excited about so and i've been keeping up with the blue tabs and i got some new i got the the lysol stick on yeah the little thingies yep. um which are a little more sanitary than the clip on the side of the mm-hmm. toilet thing so i'm excited about that weird adult things um so that was day one of being on Ritalin and I felt super accomplished and I was super excited and then I got like a couple tiny other things done around the house nothing super crazy but just like small little organizing tasks but the thing was is I started a task and I finished the task (laughs) without starting 36 other tasks in the middle right and that was the big thing for me is I can start a task and I can finish mm-hmm. tasks. I still struggle with tasks being overwhelming. It yeah. doesn't take that away. Like Vera's room's a hot mess right now. And, yeah. and that's a very overwhelming 
task for me. For me, I think it gets really hard because there I know what things I want to do, but I can't think of where to start with yes. like which task to do first. Like I'll have like three different craft things, three different cleaning tasks, a few organizing things, a few like add mini emails, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I'm like, I'll just sit on the couch. I'm like, I have these 47 things. I don't know which one to do first, which order makes the most sense. And I can't figure it out until I write a big list. I've written lists every day since I was like 16 to I do lists. lists. I, to do, I bet lists. if we looked in this room right now i could find a to-do list on one of these scrap pieces of paper if you opened up any purse bag backpack that i've had growing up you'd start pulling out lists any jeans Mm -hmm. pocket with a back pocket had a to-do list in it because i cannot think of what to do unless i can put it on paper and then decide which is important and which needs to be done first which things can be pushed off Yes. And I would just love to be able to do that in my head and not spend 35 minutes I, making a list after two hours of ignoring <laughs> the list. <laughs> I have, <clears throat> excuse me. I have found that I am easy or finding an easier to select that task. Yeah, that's I just I, that, which um, task? Just tell me which so task to do. I do remember day one. The first task that came to my mind was not the toilet. The first task was Vera's room. That was what I was going to do before I had taken the Ritalin. But then like I saw the toilet and it was like something in my brain was like, that's the one. That's that's what you need to do. Where without that, I bet you'd be like, should I do the toilet? Should I do the room? Should I do the toilet? You know what? If I get a cup of coffee first and then I'll sit down and then I'll decide. And then it's four hours later. You're like, wasn't I going to do something today? What was it? It's it's definitely been a little like life-changing in a way and I I think I really am struggling personally with knowing that my whole life could have been different I'm mad at my teachers I'm very mad at my teachers if I had been diagnosed properly at a young age I I can't imagine how much easier high school would have been for me because I don't think it it wasn't until high school that I really started to struggle Oh, mine was like but middle school. I'd I would say, say like yes, seventh, seventh grade. Se- yeah. Seventh grade was when I really started to struggle. When you had to start organizing yourself. We, I remember specifically, we did this constitution project. Projects. Fuck projects. Man. And the worst thing they ever could have done to us at seventh grade was give us those laptops. Mm, yes. Laptop time. Because as amazing as it was to have that information at our fingertips at seventh grade, do you know what my ass did? I went to dressupgames.com, which was not blocked. <laughs> on brand for you. Very on brand for me. Um, dressupgames.com. And on there, there are so many games in the dress up style mm-hmm. world to play. And I would I would play those. And that's what I would spend. Because we had, so this in seventh grade, all of the, I guess it was, it's really in the school I was in, if you had two classes next to each other, mm-hmm. they usually had like a middle room, like a little meeting room okay. between the two classes. And it would I, be well, like... I have been in a classroom like that. It'd be a little like help space. Yes. So if you were struggling with something, the teacher could maybe take you in there. Or you could work there by yourself. Or if you needed or... like makeup quizzes, makeup tests, yes. stuff like that. It was a cool space. 
Um, and that was the space that I always went to to work on my constitution project. Mm-hmm. And it was a it was a book that we had to make, I guess. Whatever and the yeah, I, I don't know. I, I specifically know it was about the constitution. Yeah. And like the branches of government and all that stuff. I really struggled because I spent all my time playing these games and I would only do the bare minimum of work to make it look like I had been doing work yeah. during this time frame. And I would always have like the tab open to show that I was doing the research and like I was crafty. I could have like the hidden browser behind the browser I was working and on. Because it was when we got laptops at that age, were we the first group of kids to get laptops we at were. that age? We were the first seventh graders to get it. I think, I think the grade ahead of us were the first eighth graders so to was get a, it? they were navigating technology and middle schoolers for the first time very first time yeah and early early doors on that yeah so like they don't know they didn't you they knew but they didn't know how to prove it I think right. a lot of the time I, I there was it was such a big thing when we got laptops and honestly still I think that it was the worst <laughs> worst thing that they could have done for, for us so in middle school because I was so ahead in math because I like math. I'm good at mm-hmm. math. I can do a lot of those things. Like it came really easy. It can just like, here's my answer. Don't ask me to do the work. Um, right. Here it is. And in the eighth grade, they wanted to bump up. It was me and two other kids. They're like, we want you to start taking algebra because next year in high school, you can start yes. with, with algebra. So they stuck us in the hallway with a algebra book three of us with no adult perfect not a damn thing god that lasted like a week until they realized that we were not doing any of the work and brought us back to math class right like you can't well, throw first of all three any any type of brain any type of middle school brain is not doing this math work no we talked to every person that went by yep like that sounds right not a damn thing. It lasted a week. I a week. <laughs> That's yeah. I I I don't I even know how we sca- made it through school. Uh, <laughs> no child left behind act. Thank you. Of two thousand five. Um, George think, W. Bush. Yeah, I think that was that was the one. I never completed a science project because deadlines are a mystery to me. Time does I, not that exist. That Constitution book incomplete. I got probably a D on it. I um, had my eighth grade year. We we always had a science fair for the for the middle school. Sixth, seventh, and eighth graders would do a science fair, and end dates mean nothing to me mm-hmm. at all. I was super interested in my topic until you made me do a report on it. Until right. you make me research it, I no longer am interested in this anymore. But all of my teachers, they have the they had the same like. I know you know this. Right. Like, and I'm I like, know I'm smart. I'm like, <laughs> I know you know I'm smart. I, I know this too. Like, I, I know that I could do this, but you don't realize the missing piece to this puzzle. And I'm going to suffer for it. I'm the one who's suffering right. for it as an like, adult. Honestly, you didn't even know the missing piece of the puzzle then. No, I just thought I have journals and journals of 16 year old me going, I'm so unorganized. How come everybody else knows how to do this? Right. And that's something I've struggled with myself too like how are so many people so organized mm-hmm. and i can't even freaking alphabetize anything yeah and i, I so that's a bit extreme those, there's no way i would sit down and alphabetize anything 
<sighs> no, I'd have to be very hyperfixated. I on would getting be, that task I'd have done. to be manic as fuck and to I'd, do that. I'd probably stop at the last eight letters. <laughs> You'd get me to get A, B, and C done, mm-hmm. and then I would be like, <laughs> but um, I don't think a single one of my science fair projects got put into the grade book. I think they exempted every single because they knew that I could do it. They knew that I know how to do it. Mm-hmm. But I, I would do the project the morning of the morning that it was due. I remember. So I had a sophomore year of high school. I took interior design. Mm-hmm. And directly after interior design was history class. I didn't do anything in interior design. Failed the class completely because the entire grade was dependent upon a final project. I don't do final projects. I have never been able to do final projects. I suck at them because, like we talked about, fucking deadlines. And it's such a big fucking project. I can't do that last minute. And it's not one that can be done last minute. The worst thing you could ever say, too, is it's on the syllabus. What this fucking five page long syllabus where the font is 12 size and Mm -hmm. everything's a bullet point. Every step has five steps. You think I'm reading that? I never kept a college that, syllabus ever in my life. That was so over. I'm like, where? It's right there. Fucking where? Everything just looks the like same. a big. Yeah, it's all the same. I, um, you know, font. this is random. This is about font. I cannot read sans serif font. It has to be serif font mm-hmm. uh, with feet. Okay. Vertical, like if, like Arial. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate reading it. It makes my eyes miserable. Yeah. Times New Roman, Courier New. When you just can only think about the font instead of what you're actually reading. Um, For some reason, if letters don't have feet, Mm -hmm. I really struggle to read them. And so if something was written in like size 12 font in Arial font, I would have thrown it right in the trash. (laughs) The first page of my binder that I would never bring to class again it would stress me out looking at it I know that sounds so weird but if you look at a paragraph the same exact paragraph Mm -hmm. written in Times New Roman and Ariel your brain is probably going to read Times New Roman 10 times better yeah I at least mine does yeah I I I don't know it's a weird (laughs) maybe somebody else has that experience if you do let me know that's a weird thing but (laughs) anyway you distracted me with font (laughs) Syllabus. Syllabus. <laughs> College. Sophomore year. Messy dorm? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. What like what other Oh my God. Two gigantic just hurricanes. Let's shove them in this room. <laughs> we already are in the room. We're the gigantic hurricanes. Yeah, that's what I mean. We brought all of our shit and then forgot to clean it. Until one day we'd hyper fixate on it until three in the morning. And make all of our roommates, all of our floor mates mad. Yeah, there's just so many signs. like So many. And I'm so frustrated that no one ever saw them. It was because we're not a hyper boy. Right. Running around the classroom sharpening his pencil every five minutes. Hey, so you know those kids in school, the ones that like run down the hallway with like their coats as capes and... Mm-hmm. between all of the the people and you're always like that's a weird kid he's gonna get made fun of one day i have that kid yeah that's my kid <laughs> well it sounds like he's getting a little rebellious to me oh fuck this kid is going to put me in an early grave <laughs> i can't i'm rude he told me i'm rude because i 
took away some video game stuff because someone decided to give his private personal information out to a stranger on Fortnite. And I'm like, we're done. You're done. I, you're done. I, I'm still baffled. I'm so upset about it because it's, if we had never had the conversation, if he and I and his father had never sat down and said, we are going to give you this privilege, but it comes with responsibilities. You cannot give out your personal information. You cannot give out where you live, where you're from, who your parents are, all those things. That's private information Yep. that strangers do not need. They don't need to know in order to play a shooting game with you. Mm-hmm. And if if we had never had that conversation and he told me he gave someone where he told someone where he lived, I would be like, that'd be on you. That would be on me. (laughs) That would 100 percent on me be on me. And I would be like, we need to have a discussion. But we had already had the discussion more than once. Yeah. About Internet safety, because it's no joke. And it terrifies me and like we were talking about earlier at seventh in seventh grade we were on laptops and the world didn't basically unsupervised (laughs) the world did not know how dangerous the internet could be and even back then at that time it wasn't even crazy dangerous yet because people hadn't figured out all the tips and tricks and stuff that you can do to be a predator online yeah so we had to have a a re-conversation about it last night with consequences and I took away his headphones and um, microphone so he's not able to communicate with anyone he's playing with. Yep. I wanted to take Fortnite away indefinitely. Dad thought that was a bit extreme, but we'll see how long. Yeah, how long this will last this for. Lasts. And- I've said that I don't want him playing with um, at, until after dinner. If he's going to be playing, it's not going to be until after dinner. He's not to play before dinner time. That's... Yep. It's, it's becoming, it had become an issue to the point where we'd be like, you've got 10 minutes and dinner's going to be ready. And then you need to come downstairs and 10 minutes will go by dinner sitting on the table. We're all waiting and he's not downstairs. So we're having to yell up to him to tell him to come down, which we knew was going to be a thing when we yeah. moved him upstairs, but not an every single day <laughs> thing because he's so engrossed in whatever he's playing that he's just not hearing us. So we've definitely been having a lot of grown-up type conversations with him lately just to explain the dangers and the actual scary stuff that is out there when you play online. I have met some of the most amazing people yeah. through my online yes. games. Amazing. I have some of the best conversations with people that I have met online i i have some online friends people that i've met through the internet yes and i adore these people but i i wouldn't give these people my home Home address yeah without vetting them without fully fully 100 percent trusting it yeah facetime is a big thing like yes i've I've met one of my online friends in person before yeah i i have as well and then i also have one of my online friends we've been friends for four or five years now we met during the april april the giraffe craziness um and we talk all the time nearly every day we had planned or had tried to get together when I went to Texas a couple years ago because that's where she's from it didn't work because we weren't we were still like Texas is big Texas (laughs) we were still five hours from (laughs) from where she was compared to where we were staying so it was just not a a feasible thing yeah but 
it was it's still cool to know that I have friends all over the all place. over the world and I have a friend in South Africa that is like if you ever come here I really want to show you around and sort of thing and I I would do that because I've, I've seen her I've FaceTimed with her I've FaceTimed with her children like those sort of things those people mm-hmm. I would I would consider meeting in person but also would carry a proper amount of skepticism yeah. you know regardless of how much I trust these people you still don't know them yeah a hundred percent and I guess you could say that's true about everybody Any, yeah uh, but I think online people specifically you you just don't know until you've started spending I feel like at this point especially millennials who have grown up with the internet like we we grew up together us and the yes. internet um, so all of our good parts, flaws, dark, deep, dark secrets, like we share that with the internet, right? Like we, we, we get that. <laughs> yes. And I, I just, I think that now it's such a scarier place. I, I think it maybe because we have kids and our kids maybe. are getting into the internet and well, no one knew what the outcomes of having that much access to technology would be. No. And we still don't really know some of no. the long term effects of it. It's it's crazy. It's scary. And I don't regret giving Nicholas a phone. I don't regret giving him a PlayStation. I yeah. would be very clear because I do think that those are, are cool things to have yes. at that age. And I do think there are appropriate ways to use those items. For it, like with his phone, he still is not allowed to use it to communicate with anyone that's not family mm-hmm. or approved friends on Messenger Kids who I've personally approved. Yes. I'm the only one who's allowed to approve friends on Facebook Messenger. Yep. So those are the only people he's allowed to talk to on his phone and he can play Pokemon Go. And yep. that's that's it. So, And as someone who's all over the internet, like YouTube... And I had my Instagram and I love me Twitter and I do love Twitter. I post a TikTok like I have started to pull back on how much I'm putting my kids on the Internet. Mm -hmm. And I used to vlog all the time and I used to I was vlogging through the pandemic when Owen was little, but he's getting bigger now. Right. You know what I mean? He's he's just he's getting bigger. Don't know what his feelings are about it. it might show one or two things that we're doing yes but he's he's not he's never been featured the channel like my youtube channel has always just been about me and mm-hmm. my stuff and he's been there he's because i'm a part of your mom. life he he's in, part of my job he's, he's part of your everyday thing Every, but he's not the focus of it yeah like it's he's never been the focus of it like i've never wanted to be like a family vlog channel i've wanted it to be centered around me because i think that's creepy to profit off your children and to profit off the things that they have so i've been pulling back on him i made my instagram private because i was like i'm only posting pictures of my kid because we have family overseas you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and i want them to be able to see our kids because they aren't able to be here especially right now (laughs) and yeah especially now and so I shut that down because that used to be open and I've been going through the friends list on that like do would I show you pictures of my kids if I saw you in person and I've been slowly slowly taking people off of my Instagram and that I need to slowly start taking people off my Facebook page because like yes I am not nosy anymore yeah, uh, I well, really... I'm not as nosy okay. anymore. <laughs> I'm a little I nosy. I want to know if you've got drama going on in your life. That's when I'm nosy. Yeah, but... But I, I don't... 
I, honestly, I'm not I'd rather go hear. I'd rather do it the old fashioned way and hear it through the grapevine. Okay. Yes, I'm not going to go searching for the drama, but if it happens to tumble upon my newsfeed, <laughs> oops. Yeah. So I want to go through and start weeding people that I haven't spoken to in years. Random off person that I went to college with. Mm-hmm. I don't need to have you on my Facebook. Right. I don't need to have you on my Instagram. Because the only thing I'm posting on there are my children. Would I actually acknowledge you if I ran into you in public? Yeah. Like, would we have a conversation? Would I avoid you at the supermarket? Right. Would, would I, I like, specifically go down? So to be fair, there are some people I would 100% avoid at the supermarket. But you're going to keep <laughs> but I But I would want to keep them as a friend on Facebook, mostly because removing them would end up causing more drama. Right. But <laughs> like, if that's a... But then that's a case by case basis. You could go through and shut down what access they have to. I love what that they restrict see. button. Who I love, exactly. love, love me that restricted exactly. setting. I have, I probably have more restricted friends on Facebook than I do that are than mm-hmm. non restricted. It's honestly easier than going through and deleting people. Yeah, just go through and restrict a shit ton of people. Uh, I love it. I restrict so many people. Yeah, mad at you, restrict you. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Don't know you? Restrict you. Yeah, I feel like I've been just doing like a lot of reflecting lately and also just newborn fog, just sitting, thinking. Mm-hmm. It's much. I literally, I just feel like a dream. I do not feel real. <laughs> that, to be fair, that is exactly what it felt like when Veer was born. Because it's that mm-hmm. I feel like there's this adjustment to having two It's hormones. People. It's the adjustment. It's just... The staying at home again. Isolation. The isolation. It's just a lot. It, I constantly think a being big needed. part of it. Be, constantly constantly being, needed, being needed. Sleep deprivation. And just that overall hormone shift. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes your hormones don't go back to like <laughs> until like nine months later. Nine months right. is when I felt regular with Owen. And I'm I'm at month three and a half. You're getting there. Right now. So I'm like, okay. I can do it. My hair's just going to start falling out now, um, but it's fine. Right. It's fine. Oh, none of my clothes fit. It's I'm fine. at, so I'm at a really weird spot with clothes right now. Yeah. Because I'm at this weird in-between spot where all my clothes that I've bought over like the past year and a half are far too big for me mm-hmm. because I was... 50 pounds heavier but all my skinny clothes that I've refused to get rid of because I hot like I want to fit into them they're still too small <laughs> so I've in this really awkward zone of like my clothes fitting really baggy right. or like it's just it's I funny. don't really buy clothes for myself I've also made a goal this year to not buy clothes and if I want clothes they not buy new clothes if i want clothes they need to be thrifted or made there you go um but what the fuck was i just saying oh i refused to buy maternity clothes i would just wear all of my regular black leggings all my regular tops with a tank top underneath it um so none of my clothes have fit for like nine plus months fair and i just feel like i should just buy clothes that fit that feel good on my body instead of trying to press myself into clothes that I didn't even wear after I had Owen and got back to my pre-Owen size because we were in the pandemic. Right. <laughs> so I haven't worn jeans in like three years. I'm wearing jeans, but look. Oh, yeah. They're elastic waist <laughs> jeans. 
Yes. <laughs> Approved. They're the best. They're like this thick band, this thick, thick elastic band, but they look like jeans. Like if you, they don't have like that tight cinching elastic waist. Mm-hmm. So they don't look like old lady jeans, but they're definitely too big. But they're really long. I so, I have, I'm probably never going to, these are just going to be baggy on me forever now because I love them. Yeah. All my, um, because I like to buy high waisted stuff. Yes. Um, even in my leggings. So my leggings are too small. So they roll down and then they squeeze me and then I feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying really hard to do, to just appreciate my body with where it is. I'm trying to get out of this society press fat phobia that's ingrained in all of us, especially those of us who grew up in the early 2000s. Yes, I, I've been personally struggling with it, especially since I've been losing so much weight. Mm hmm. And it hasn't really been much of like an effort loss. Like it's mostly just been, I stopped breastfeeding. Yeah. And I think my body was retaining a yeah. stupid amount of weight from breastfeeding. And that's the thing too, because I'm breastfeeding. Not only is like the tummy, st- like mom belly going on, but like also it, my core has not felt strong because I think my abs were much more separated this time than the first time. And then I have breastfeeding boobs that don't fit into my shirts well. And I hate the Mm. way it fits. If I had my regular tits, I could wear my regular shirts. But you don't have regular tits. No, (laughs) I got working, working tits and they don't fit into my shirts. And that is the most uncomfortable part is my tits. Mine was... (laughs) Um, when shirts started getting too small for me, it was because like, it was in the shoulders, like mm-hmm. shoulder and chest area. Cause obviously yeah. my boobs were much bigger, but it would, it would end up being uncomfortable in my shoulders, not so much in my chest, but it would feel like uncomfortable along like the back. Yeah. Cause it'd be like tightening the back part of, yeah. So that's my biggest body thing are my, are my tits. And it's like, there's nothing, no amount of exercise is going to change that. No, you, you, you know can't. what I mean? No amount of like body thoughts are going to change that. Like I'm breastfeeding. That's the choice I've made. That's what I'm going to do mm-hmm. for at least the first year. And we'll see what she's into. See if she goes as long as Owen. Maybe and- she'll go as long as Vera. No, <laughs> no. As long as Owen is her cutoff. <laughs> Two years is her cut. Um, that's when I will be for sure done. Maybe I'll stop sooner. This time around, I've um, definitely been more like, I could do some formula stuff. The first time around, way too stubborn. Fair. Way too stubborn. Um, This time around, I'm like, I could maybe do some formula stuff because she's like, hates taking a bottle anyway. Why am I going to waste breast milk on her if she's not going to drink it out of a bottle? And like by waste breast milk, I don't mean that using formula, I'm okay with wasting it. I mean, the time it takes to pump is the time that I don't want to waste. Right. I don't want to stand at my counter for 25, 30 minutes pumping if she's not going to take it. Right. That's the the time. Waste of milk. Because if she's not going to drink it, then. It's a waste of my time. Waste of your time. I don't want to waste my time. That's why I I don't want to stand there wasting my time. But then we had a formula shortage and I'm not going to take it away from moms who are only giving their babies formula when I can just feed my kid the tit. Like I'm not, I just don't want to do that. (laughs) Which is fair. It's, it's crazy. Did you see the woman who's feeding formula to her fake baby dolls and then dumping it down the drain when she was done pretending to feed her pretend NICU babies? 
So I it's special it. fortified NICU baby milk I did, I did it. that she would make bottles of and then dump it down the drain during a formula crisis. Was she ever like, and there's nothing people can really do about it. She, she posted it on TikTok, her dumping this formula down the drain. Oh, yes, because that's one way to get people to like you. Real babies. Real babies. Need have that. Listen, have have your play, have your pretend, have your fantasy. Like, Use chill. flour. You could, there's so many other things. Use water. There's so many other. Everything else is pretend. Why does the formula have to be real? When there are real babies struggling to get... Right, real get formula a fake bottle with fake freaking just like put she wanted to play the fantasy out fine 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 fill up your formula tin that you've bought before with fake formula if you still need to have this tin Use to feel the baby oatmeal stuff like that's like what 75 cents for a box of baby literally oatmeal? that's disgusting to me that disgusting. someone would take baby like take food from babies that actually need it just to throw during, it away. During a shortage. I even shortage or not, I think that that's a really yeah. shitty Very thing true. to do. But to during a for, specifically during, during a, shortage, a shortage to also acknowledge that there is a shortage. Right. It'd be one thing if she didn't know. This. If she didn't realize that there was a shortage and then she was like, Oh my gosh, I have all this formula. If people need it, I've been buying it for my fake babies, but I would much rather it go. Like if that was the situation, great. But that clearly wasn't the situation. Homegirl was like, look at all this formula I got for my fake babies. Yeah. So that's. No respect. No, that's disgusting. Agreed. Absolutely disgusting. So I was just like, I'm going to buy one for when I'm gone Mm -hmm. for maybe that she might use it. She'd probably go through a tin during the whole softball season. Right. And I'm like, I can't bring myself to do it right now. Like I, if I don't have to. I'll spend my time so a local mom can make sure that she has a tin of formula. Right. Yeah. No, I I definitely agree with that. I struggled with. So I was sent a bunch of free samples of formula and I I, I just I'd set them aside. Never really thought anything of them again. And um, then I realized I was cleaning out pantry. One of those many times that I've randomly decided to do it. Um, and I found these thin- tins of formula and they'd all expired. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, damn it. Cause like, I would have much rather them gone to a child yeah. that could actually use it or a parent that could actually use it. But I had to throw all this formula away because it was expired. And I also want to like put out there if you're like listening right now going, well, if you're worried about moms getting milk, why don't you donate some? I don't trust myself to be cleanly enough for you guys. And I'm very sorry about that. And I <laughs> but think that's I, I an just appropriate can't. response, though. Like if you know that you know yourself well enough to know that you would not be able to make sure that this the I, I supply have... you were giving was 100 percent sanitarily done. Well, if, it, I if I'm my baby's on my boob, if I am going to pump. I'm not cleaning her saliva off my nipple. Uh, take that how you will. I, I agree. I probably wouldn't. You know no. what I mean? Um, so would I remember to do that if I was going to donate to another baby? Probably if I was thinking about it hard enough. But also I would be worried about it the entire time. Yeah. That, it would stress me out too much. I would love to be the type of person who could 
donate. And I know, like, I don't want to sound like, I don't know how, like, that sounds kind of awful. But, like, I know myself well enough to know Mm -hmm. that I would not be able to do the process responsibly enough to a point where I would trust sending it out. And even if I did, I would still be too anxious. So stressed about it. I would be stressed about it the entire time. I would be like, was it good when it got there? Were, were they yes. able to use it? Yeah. Did it did it spoil and trans transmit? Like all of this stuff. Like I would stress. Did it I seal up, it enough? Did I right. accidentally touch something on the? Did flap? I waste did they, all my time because it wasn't waste my time? It didn't and, work. Yeah. Like yeah, I, and also time and baby. I don't know. I'm I'm on too many medicines for me to yeah <laughs> for me to be like. Yeah. Would you like this marijuana riddling <laughs> antidepressant infused breast milk? You having a tough time? Is <laughs> your child baby. a little on edge? Well, I've got the milk for you. (laughs) Just a slight dose of anti-anxiety, antidepressant, but we also will throw in the marijuana just to take the edge off. But don't forget the Ritalin is in there just in case you really want to get get stuff done. Done, Want your baby to know it's ABCs by seven months old? (laughs) I got the focus. (laughs) Wow, this is like zoomed by. Forgot to talk about my delivery again. I'm going to go somewhere at two. But it's a quick drive, so we've got some time. Um, did you want to hear about my delivery this time I mean, around? Yeah, what, uh, we've got time. We'll do delivery story and then wrap it up. Yeah. Because what time do you you gotta go? I know I've got a kid. I gotta pick up at school. Fucking children. Oh shit! It is one twenty-seven. I think I, I think if we can do a quick story time. Yeah, of, I'm not of, gonna remember everything anyway. Fair. Um. So it was Friday night. I was feeling like kind of crampy, like, mm, don't feel great. Kind of like a little bit of leaking, nothing like major. So I was like, well, I don't know. This isn't enough for me to want to go in. Saturday night was having a lot more contractions and a lot more leaking to the point where I was like, time to put on <laughs> the Depends. <laughs> they have like the the discreet ones Mm -hmm. and they are so comfortable oh absolutely they are so i wear the period ones every month because that's right yeah fucking love them i'll wear paper underwear yeah i don't care yeah so put those on contracting throughout the night 1 a.m i was just up and i was like well might as well pack my hospital bag because obviously i didn't do that (laughs) um even though i was two days over at that point uh so (laughs) Packed my hospital bag, 1 a.m., got a snack, um, walking around my period, or like the, the mm-hmm. uh, depends. And then the next day, I managed to go back to sleep, went back to sleep, woke up in the morning, and I was like, you know, I've leaked a bit. Maybe I should go in in case I have lost a lot of fluid. I want to make sure that she's all set. So we go to the hospital. We leave at like 9.30. And contracting, obviously, I think we stopped at the store on the way. And Dave's driving down, I mean, the road that we take all the time, every day. And he's going under the speed limit. I was like, you know, we have somewhere to go. I remember when Josh was driving to the hospital from our house. Now, keep in mind, we live three miles <laughs> yeah. from the hospital. And he was driving like 25 miles I, I looked at him. I was like, we go 60 on this road. Like, right? can we pick up the pace a little bit? I'd like to get there. Yeah, guys. So fucking... we get there. It's Sunday. So it's a Sunday. And there are two different programs that run in the maternity ward there. They have the women's care and then they have the midwifery. 
Yes. That goes out of it. Um, so the weekends, each um, section takes turns with which main doctors are on for the weekend. So it was a midwifery. So we get in there. It's 9 a.m. It's 9.30, 10, whatever in that sort of space. Um, I said I've had some leaking, blah, blah, blah. They test like, I guess there's like something that you they can, can do test to test fluid. it. Yeah. And it's something called ferning that says that it's amni- amniotic fluid. So they got me all like hooked up and all this stuff. And they're like, yep, your water broke. I was like, oh, well, there cool. it goes. Um, she's like, which so is, we're going to Which admit is hilarious. You. Can we pause? Because can we slide back to like our first season and our first birth stories when we were talking about how when like the movies say that the water breaks and then you rush to the hospital and we're like, it doesn't happen like that. Yeah. And it was <laughs> just such a slow roll. Yes. Like I had like bits and mucus and all the all the fun stuff. And I was like, is this the plug? Is this the plug? I think it was coming out in pieces. I'm like, did my water? I, I don't know. Right. Um. There was no big burst of water coming out of me. It was just tiny bits Trickling, here and there. Trickles. Sometimes there'd be like a little splash, you know, whatever. That really comfortable um, feeling. Yeah. Good thing I was wearing my uh, diapers. So we go and uh, they admit me. My nurse's name was Patty. The best thing about having a day time, because I... Guys, I love I get a in, I get out. I get in, I get out. I did it with Owen. I went in at 11.30 p.m., got admitted, had him at 5.30 a.m. In the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Get in, get out. I'm not I'm not sticking around. I'd like the express lane, please. Fair I have enough. the express pass. So I go in at, it's 10. We get admitted. She's like, you're going to want to get some breakfast. Breakfast is closing. I was like, yeah, perfect. So I order an omelet, bring it to the room, contracting, eating eggs doing my thing the best thing about daytime birth i had patty and only patty the entire time that's awesome from start to finish yes she was there I no nurse switching that no no any of that i was like love it so she's part of the midwifery team she's doing belly massages on me she's doing like the scarf thing she's showing dave how to do stretches loosen up the hips all this stuff she was wonderful um, so I'm like, you know, I could I could fuck around with an epidural this time around. We'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling. Um, I was like the third woman to come in that day. Like, I guess they had no births that night. The oh, night before. Next morning it was like, baby time. Yeah, I was like one of the first people in. You know, she's like, we got to have this baby first. So I'm going through the day getting, you know, more and more uncomfortable. I'm like, is it, should I get it? No, I don't know. Is it close? I don't know. It's so I end up having I have Poppy at three oh seven. So I'm in there at ten. I have her at three oh seven, and it's almost time to have this kid. Like the doctor had come in and she's like, "Hi, I'm the doc." Like because she's not in the program that I'm a part of, so I've never met this woman before. Right. I'm like, "Chill, second kid." Like it is what it is. I'm already having such an easier time than the first time around because I'm not stressed out. I'm breathing through things correctly. I've got this midwife that's like teaching me more breathing techniques more than my fucking people did. <laughs> I was like, cool, great. We're going to do this. They, I'm like, I'm, I'm getting close. I'm pretty sure I'm getting close. Like probably going to start pushing soon. And I'm like, <laughs> right. I, I'm, I can feel I'm, it. I'm like doing squats over the bed. Like. I'm, I'm going to probably push this baby out soon. So they bring in a different woman that's not the, the doctor, but she's like, cert, she's certified to deliver babies. She hasn't delivered many babies. She is also pregnant. Perfect. I'm like, I love this. Women, lots of pregnant women in here. I, I'm so happy there's a pregnant woman here to deliver my baby. It feels very like 
powerful to women me. Women helping women. Yeah, it feels very powerful to me. And I've got Patty. Yes. What else do I need? God I bless Patty. Patty at this point. Yeah. We're getting through it. Um, and she's kind of surprised that she's <laughs> pushing. The, she's the one having to do it because another woman was having her baby. And I, tur- I was like, am I, can I get the epidural now? And Patty was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, why? <laughs> and she was like, that other woman had to be rushed to the OR. So they had to take the anesthesiologist to the OR for this woman. So I was like, fine. (laughs) Well, shit. Fuck. Um, It wouldn't have mattered anyway, because Poppy was out like 10, 15 minutes after that. Again, real quick pushing time. Um, Push this baby out. Fucking poor kid. You can push a baby out too fast. Didn't realize that since my first one came out so fast. Oh. You can push a baby. It's like not good to push a baby out so fast, I guess. I, I, came out, I personally came out in two pushes. I feel like that's pretty quick. My brother was one push, but he has had medical issues his whole life. So she it increases well, your levels for jaundice. It increases your jaundice. It increases huh. some. It squeezed her little head. She had a bruise across her forehead. Oh, no. And she had a whole bunch of fluids in her lungs. So they I push her out. They sit her on my chest. She's not fucking breathing. She's just there. I'm like, hi. And she's like, "Ah, ah," blinking at me. I'm like, we can do this. You got this. You're fine. I'm petting her. She's kind of like gurgling. Awesome. She's fucking gurgling. I'm like, we're fine. No, I'm not going to. I can't. I can't stress out. This is just what it is. We're fine. You're fine. Come on. Get it out. Get it out. She's like breathing enough, but I'm just like, "Uh -uh." hey. Someone want to help her. So, so I had a, a cami tank top on, mm-hmm. which is what I wore um, when I gave birth to Owen. I was like, this is great because I'm just having him cut it off. I gave birth in this cami. Fucking cut it off me. Put the baby on my chest. Right. And so Patty was like, you want to take this off? I was like, cut it off me, Patty. <laughs> she goes, okay. Well, cut it off. I was like, that's why I wore it. I wore it to get it cut off me. Right. Get it off me. Um. So they're like, okay, she's uh, having a little trouble. So they take her over to the little warmer and they do the suction thing. The kid filled the fluid up through the tube all the way down to the floor, which I guess is like a record. I don't know. It was pretty. Congratulations, Poppy. She had a lot of fluid in there. She's a champ. Yeah. If it was one of those strong things, it would go all the way up to the bell. And then I have a new nurse next to me, like, because they brought a lot of people in because I pushed too fast and the baby's having a hard time breathing and now her jaundice levels are high. Uh, I got this new nurse talking to me. She's also pregnant. I'm like, great. I'm not pregnant anymore. Very fertile floor. Very fertile. Yes. I got to go in like two minutes. Uh, So, yeah, they get all this stuff out of her. Uh, We stayed in the hospital for 24 hours. Her... She didn't pass the hearing test the first time around because she had so much liquid in her ear from being pushed out so fast. Um, they came back to the hearing test again. She was fine. Um, they had to do her bilirubin levels, which is um, like the blood test to chest for mm-hmm. jaundice. And it was a little high, but low enough to leave. That's how fear high was. enough that they wanted to do another test. So they're like, we, you can stay and we can do it at five in the morning or you can go to the hospital tomorrow uh, we'll send over the request for bloods and you can go to the pediatrician and they'll read it there. I'm like, I would like to do that, please. That's what I did as well. It was pain. Well, not necessarily pain free, but easy peasy. Go right in. They pop the bottom of the foot, get a little blood and then yes, yep. scoot out. I had to do that a couple of times with Vera because her jaundice was 
Yep, she was fine after that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was a little gurgly. She came out too fast. She had a bruise and a pop blood vessel in her eye because she got stuck in the birth canal. But I had no external tears. Oh, no, rip, just some a few cuts on the inside. And I was like, "Thanks, Patty. You coached me. Nice. Got this." It's overall successful story. It was a success- scary but successful. Yes. Yep. So but- would you say if you were to compare first and second, mm-hmm. which one? do you think was like the more like relaxing birthing experience versus like the more chaotic? Oh, the second one was so much easier. Yeah. So much easier. So much more relaxed. Like I had already, I knew what was going on. I really liked the, the nurse I got to work with the entire time with no changes. And it was the daytime, which means after we got to our room, we got to order food. I the kitchen was loved open. my second birth as well. Yeah. It, and I did both unmedicated, this one on accident, the other one because <laughs> I was stubborn because someone told me I couldn't do it. Um not a hero for not, just is what it is. I wanted it both times cuz like I I I, had I think I was notes. more scared to get it than to than to I was not more scared it. of the pain. <laughs> Little bitch. Sorry. I just I was like I'll take a needle in the back. I gotta go but yes okay All right. I've gotta go like literally once we stop this I'm getting in the car and leaving so hopefully my kids don't need me um thank you guys so much for listening and uh we'll see you next time bye bye